This is the Dogmatist presented by Strive Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you on this Wednesday afternoon special episode. Uh, you guys, as you guys know, the Dogmatist should only be aired on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But this week, if you missed it, I'm doing a special episode daily for uh, the NFL draft on Thursday. Uh, Going to be releasing my mock here of the first round, doing eight picks a day. So on Monday, I did picks one through eight. Tuesday, I did picks nine through 16. Today, I'm doing picks 17 17 through 24. And that ranges from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders to the Pittsburgh Steelers, 17 to 24. Um, The last pick that I had yesterday was Patrick Sertain to the Cardinals. Uh, I additionally just wanted to remind you that I did have a trade yesterday. I had the Jets moving up to 14 with the Vikings. So the Vikings have the Jets pick today at 23. Just wanted to make you guys aware of this in case you forgot or were surprised when it came up. Uh, I'll remind you at that point of the of the show when uh, it's the Vikings pick. But before I get to my selections, uh, just wanted to remind all the fans out there uh, that Number one, I love you guys. And number two, that you can uh, stream this podcast along with all the other Strive Sports podcasts on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also just watch on Instagram if you'd like. Definitely want to have more fan interaction. Would love to see fans commenting on posts, DMing me, whatever it is. Also open to suggestions. Uh, Hopefully, we're getting a new logo soon, which is exciting stuff. Uh, I'm I'm working on that as we speak uh and you know big things to come can't wait uh to see the growth of this company uh so moving on to my day three picks day three is not day three of the draft it's just i'm doing it by days so day one was one through eight day two is nine through 16 day three is 17 through 24 so let's get to it first pick of day three is owned by the las vegas raiders and guess what I have them trading, moving back with the uh, swapping picks with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, again, I'll reiterate because I believe I said it yesterday, but um, I don't know exactly what what picks are being traded. I only move the first round picks for the teams, the, the swapping of the first round picks. Um, I don't know if it, what second or third round picks are going to be involved that's not what I'm guessing. I'm just guessing that the Titans are going to move up here. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what they're going to give up to the Raiders, but I, Raiders, but I think they're going to move up here. And I really like them drafting Caleb Farley, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Now, he has major injury concerns, apparently. Uh, I think he's recently had surgery or he missed a portion of last season due to surgery. Teams think that he's going to have to have to, have to get surgery again. Uh, looking at the Jets situation of last year in the draft, uh, drafting a guy like Bryce Hall. Don't get him confused with the TikTok sensation. I know it's it's crazy that they have the same name, but the Jets drafted a guy named Bryce Hall out of Virginia, and I believe the fourth round. He apparently was a first round talent, but due to injury concerns, he fell all the way to the fourth round. Now this easily could be the same situation for Caleb Farley. He also it was also just. Uh, announced that he tested positive for COVID, so he will not be attending the NFL draft in Cleveland. Uh, that's beside the point. The reason I like the Titans to, to make this selection, uh, I'm sure they would have loved to have uh, had the ability to get Sertain right before, 
But uh, in seeing Sertain come off the board, they know that uh, the the cornerbacks are, uh, you know, they're becoming thin, as in not as many left. So I have them drafting Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. They just lost to Dory Jackson in the offseason to the Giants. They need to adjust the corner. Uh, you know, their offense is not really the problem. Uh, Ryan Tannehill obviously has been amazing ever since uh, is, he's been the starter in Tennessee. A.J. Brown uh, obviously lost Corey Davis but still and Johnny Smith, but I still really like A.J. Brown. Um, obviously, they still have Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, they didn't have one pro bowler on the offensive line. That's definitely a concern for them. Uh, but there's no real, uh, good value. There's not such great value here. Uh, and they, you know, do they really need offensive line help that badly? If Derrick Henry is going to rush for over 2000 yards, uh, they didn't make a pro bowl, but is that really the ultimate goal? I'd say that more of an accomplishment is having blocked for a guy that, ran for 2,000 yards. So I'll give the Titans offensive line credit for that. But uh, I just think that they need to address this position. I'd say that their defense is more the issue at this point than their offense, which is why I have them uh, attacking their defensive needs in the draft day one, moving up the Las Vegas Raiders to to get their guy at corner uh, after just losing um, Dory Jackson. So basically the last two picks, Cardinals, Patrick Sertain, Titans, Caleb Farley. I have them both replacing uh, corners that they lost. Patrick Peterson for the Cardinals, Dory Jackson for the Titans. All right, that is the that is the 17th pick. Titans move up with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and the Raiders move down to 22. All right, moving on to the next selection. That would be the 18th pick of the draft. This one is owned by the Miami Dolphins. Uh, earlier in day one, my day one, with the sixth pick, I had the Dolphins getting uh, Jamar Chase, the wide receiver out of LSU. That's obviously a great, should, not obviously, should be a very good pick for them. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, Chase is going to go five to the Bengals. I think that they need to protect Burrow. So, I have them getting chased. Either way, they're going to attack. They're going to fill their need on offense. The Dolphins will with their first, with that sixth pick, uh, whether it be Chase or they're going to take Sewell or maybe even Jalen Waddle. It's one of those three guys for sure. Put it in the bag. They're drafting an offensive player with that pick to help two out, which is why I believe that they're going to go after defense with their second pick. Uh, I think that they're going to try to help their pass rush. They have a solid secondary. There's obviously, you know, there's probably one position in every area, linebackers, defensive line, secondary that they can use help in. But I think that they're going to attack uh, an edge rusher. And this is a time where there are a lot of edge rush, good edge rushers available. Um, and I, this is around the time when they're all about it. The top ones are about to go off the board for me, which is why I have the Miami Dolphins selecting Jeremiah Owusu, Owusu Kora Moa. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I apologize if I didn't. He is an edge rusher out of Notre Dame. Uh, you know, the Dolphins, one of the highest scoring offenses in the league last year, created a lot of turnovers. Uh, really can't hurt to just keep on building on that and add more. Uh, you never, you can never have enough edge rushers because, you know, they get tired out there. You got to take them out. You got to have, you have to substitute another guy in. Uh, and, you know, it is. You, you may question this pick in that uh, there's another edge rusher available at that pick, uh, Jalen Phillips. He actually went to the University of Miami, the one in Florida, not the one in Ohio. So uh, basically, the Dolphins have an opportunity to uh, to select uh, not necessarily a hometown kid, but 
kind of a, in some way a hometown kid. You know, he went to college in the area, played football at the same stadium uh, for his home games. So that's an interesting take. But again, uh, earlier on in the draft, I had the Chargers not taking Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, he could move the tackle, but uh, he's better at guard. You know, it might not be the best fit. Uh, overall, they should just go after a tackle. It's also, the, you know, is it really the best thing to keep a guy in the same market that he went to college in and that Fair Tucker went to, uh, went to USC? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think so, which is why I'm going to go with the Dolphins drafting Jeremiah Owusi Koromoa, uh, the edge rusher out of Notre Dame. Uh, I think that'll just add on to their defense. Again, they address uh, offense with that sixth overall pick in drafting Chase. And I'll guarantee you if they don't draft Chase, they're drafting offense either way, either Penne, Sewell, or uh, Jalen Waddle, even though that may be a reach. Maybe they'll move back down again to get Waddle. I don't know. Uh, point is that they're definitely attacking defense with this pick. Uh, maybe safety is the answer. There's a there's a solid safety available in Trevon Mo- Mohig uh, out of TCU. But... I think that they're going to attack the edge rusher. I think that that's what Brian Flores uh, is really all about, getting after the quarterback. And uh, they weren't so great at it this past season, and getting a guy like this might be able to bring them to the next level. So Dolphins drafting Jeremiah owusu uh edge rusher out of Notre Dame with the 18th pick of the draft. And with the 19th pick of the draft, the Washington football team, uh, I believe, is going to select... Trevon Moeg, the guy I just mentioned, the safety out of TCU. Uh, again, the football team this past season drafted Chase Young with their second, with the second overall pick in the draft. Uh, their defensive line is filled with studs. Uh, you know, Ryan Kerrigan has been there for years. Uh, I can't think of the other guys off the top of my head. Um, um, I'm blanking on it. Montez Sweat, obviously. Yeah, no, so they're they're stacked on the D-line. They can really get after the passer. I mean, ask Tom Brady and how they, and how he performed in that pl- one playoff game that they had. Uh, it was a battle. I mean, they have a really talented defensive line. And then what's the next step to helping the defensive line uh, not just grow, but have an easier time getting to the quarterback? Uh, and that would be having corners – who are able to cover, not just corners, secondary, who's able to cover very well. Uh, You know, they have okay corners right now. They definitely need help at safety. And uh, this is arguably the top safety in the draft uh, coming out of TCU. And this will just help Chase Young and Sweat uh, and Kerrigan get to the quarterback even faster. And if not even faster, they'll have much more time of the quarterback sitting in the pocket. Uh, So... I really like this selection. Washington is great, you know, had great defense last year. You could ask the question of, you know, maybe they should go offense with this pick. Uh, but I like their, their, what they've done this offseason. Curtis Samuel, I think, is a really quality signing. He's a guy that can, you know, run the ball out of the backfield, catch it, uh, do end arounds and stuff like that. So, you know, I really like that. Uh, you know, if Gibson can stay healthy, I definitely really like him. Uh, you know, they have a quality. It's not the best offensive names, but they can get the job done. I truly believe it. And uh, they're going to rely on what they relied on last year, which is their defense. And they succeeded in doing so. Um, they beat teams that had better offenses than them in their own division, such as the Cowboys, clearly better offense. 
Amari uh, Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott. I don't care that Dak didn't play. Better names on offense. Uh, you know, maybe not the Giants, but all, but the Eagles even uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, they don't necessarily need the best names on offense. They just need to keep on growing that defense. And uh, the next step is getting that secondary cornerstone, uh, maybe to go along with uh, Landon Collins out there. So uh, I got football team drafting Trevon Moeg, safety out of TCU. Uh, yes, I do actually call them the football team. That's not a joke. Um, so moving on to the next selection, the bears own this pick. This is the 20th pick of the draft. Uh, again, not again, but the bears have many needs. Obviously quarterback is one of them. Do I think that they address that need? No, there are already five quarterbacks taken in this draft. I don't think that they're going to make, they're going to really force it here. Maybe they'll trade up or something, uh, but I don't see that happening really. I don't think that they have the assets to, to do that. Uh, you know, they just got Von Miller a couple of years back. You know, it's not worth it to trade all your assets again. I think that that trade proved that to you. But getting back to this pick, uh, I think that the Bears are going to draft Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Uh, they're, you know, they just they got back Allen Robinson. Obviously, um, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, 6'2". Uh, he's arguably, people are saying that he might be better than, uh, you know, the likes of Jalen Waddell. Uh, he's definitely, and Devontae Smith, he's got more size than them. That is for sure. Uh, and, you know, why not give whatever quarterback is going to play uh, the best opportunity to succeed? And that would be giving Allen Robinson another guy to really work with. I mean, I don't think Anthony Miller, I think we can all agree, Anthony Miller wasn't the answer as the number two receiver. Um, I, I like their what they're doing with their running backs with uh, Montgomery and uh, and Tariq Cohen. Uh, I like that duo. Get them and get their quarterback, whoever it will be, another receiver, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to succeed. And you'll be able to put whatever quarterback you are going to select for the future into a good position, having both Allen Robinson and hopefully a, a solid Rashad Bateman out there. Uh, I don't think the Bears have really ever had issues with defense. That's why I don't have them selecting a, a defensive player. Uh, again, maybe eight, that doesn't mean that they have top 10 every year. It's just their offense is always more of a concern. That may have to do with the quarterback, but at least you'll have a you know a quarterback playing a little better if he has more weapons out there. I mean, my biggest example that I always use for this is Kyle Allen, Kyle Christian McCaffrey, and uh, you know DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel made Kyle Allen look like a stud out there. So. Uh, as long as you have good weapons out there, you could make average quarterbacks look uh, above average or, you know, just a little bit better. So with the 20th pick, Bears selecting Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota, team him up with Allen Robinson. Uh, hopefully the Bears can uh, get a quarterback after that and really develop him, something that they haven't been able to do ever, maybe because they don't put the necessary weapons around their quarterbacks. Uh, that moves me on to the 21st pick. The Colts own this pick. Shout out uh, my boy Mark Kletter if you're going to watch this. Only Colts fan I know. I don't know why you're – I guess you're a Colts fan because of Peyton Manning. Uh, you have some belief in Carson Wentz. Uh, 
And if you do have a belief in Carson Wentz, I mean, they have the weapons around him already uh, when you're talking about uh, Naheem Hines and the likes of Michael Pittman and T.Y. Hilton and, uh, you know, I'm blanking on whoever else they have, but they have they have those weapons. I mean, they're there, which is why I think that they are going to have to go offensive line here to protect uh, Carson Wentz. And uh, that's why I have them selecting Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle out, out of Oklahoma State. Uh, offensive tackle is actually the biggest team need for the for the Colts right now, I believe, uh, ever since Anthony Costanzo retired. Obviously, they still have, you know, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Um, but with a new quarterback coming in who has struggled in recent years, uh, and you know, isn't good at staying necessarily in the pocket, especially when there's pressure. Uh, you know, you might as well give him the be- as like just like the Bears situation. You give your you put your quarterback in the best situation to succeed. And right now, they're good at wide receiver. They're good at running back. They need a help on the offensive line. That's the help that will bring them. Uh, hopefully, Carson Wentz to the next level. Um, they don't really need have many team needs on defense. Their defense is pretty damn good. I mean, they played the Bills pretty tough in that wild card playoff game, and that was with Philip Rivers. So, uh, I really like the Colts this year. You know, I'm not going to say that they're one of my big Super Bowl contenders, but I like them a lot, and that would be a crazy story for Carson Wentz to leave Philly uh, after all of the you know, crazy debacle that happened there and uh, to go win in Indianapolis. I'll tell you this. I definitely really like the team that's already put in place and draft. And if Tevin Jenkins uh, falls to them and turns into a, a stud tackle, I mean, this guy's a beast. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So if he turns into like a stud tackle, then the Colts are, are in really good shape to do some damage this year in the AFC and the NFL overall. And that's why they got to protect Carson Wentz. I got the 21st pick, uh, Colts select, Tevin Jenkins, offense tackle at Oklahoma State. Um, that moves me to the, what is this, the 22nd pick? Yeah, I believe it's the 22nd pick. Uh, this one was the one in which uh, the Titans traded up to, and which means that the Raiders own this pick, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and you know, they had someone fall right in their laps here. It was a good trade down, I think for what happened in between, you know, the Titans and them, uh, they really, they need a bunch of different things on defense. I'd say, I'd say defense is their biggest, is their biggest weakness. Uh, you know, they had a good year offensively. I think they scored all, you know, maybe even close to 30 points a game for at least for half the season. Derek Carr had a good year. Henry Ruggs. Still has a lot to show, but, you know, the potential is there. He's extremely fast. Um, obviously, Josh Jacobs, incredible to Darren Waller. Uh, so, yeah, so Darren Waller, really unbelievable. Uh, could be the best tight end in the league. Obviously, people, you know, love Kelsey and Kittle. Um, but Darren Waller, also unbelievable. So, that for all those reasons, I think that the Raiders need to address uh, the defense, and uh, that's why I have them taking Quiddy Pay, the edge rusher out of Michigan. Uh, this guy on a lot of boards is ranked higher than Owusu uh, Koromoa, who I had going to the Dolphins. But uh, I, I don't know. I just liked him going there. 
And I like Quiddy Pegg of Michigan going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he's a very, very talented edge rusher. Uh, he's got good size. I mean, both those guys have good size. Uh, and it's definitely a team need for the Raiders. The Raiders aren't so great at getting to the quarterback. They could probably use more so than that than an edge rusher, uh, a linebacker. Uh, maybe they can transform him to an outside linebacker. I don't know. I'm unsure if they play 4-3 or 3-4 in their system. Uh, but they definitely need help getting to the quarterback. That's something that never hurts. Uh, I've seen you know the Giants win multiple Super Bowls literally just from getting to the quarterback and disrupting Tom Brady. So uh, right here, I think that the Raiders are set up offensively to succeed uh, with Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, uh, you know, Derek Carr had a good year. So get some help on that defense. Uh, Quiddy Pay, ed edge rusher out of Michigan. I like going to the Raiders. Uh, that moves me on to the 23rd selection. Uh, just to repeat myself uh, from earlier, uh, the Jets originally owned this pick. I had them on day two, as in Tuesday's part of the mock, trading up with the Vikings to the 14th pick uh, to select Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard out of USC, uh, big need for the Jets. So the Vikings moved down here to 23, uh, and with the 23rd pick, I have them drafting another edge rusher. This time it's Jalen Phillips, uh, the edge rusher out of Miami, Florida, as I stated earlier. Um, this is definitely a need for the Vikings. Uh, maybe linebacker is a little bit more of a concern. Uh, maybe, you know, also offensive tackle or offensive lineman, uh, offensive lineman overall, whether it be interior or a tackle. Uh, but, you know, they're all gone here. They could have, they could have drafted a Tucker there, but they probably, uh, thought that they might have been able to get Trevon, Mo uh, I mean, not Moeg, uh, Tevin Jenkins, uh, with this pick. But, you know, overall, their offense, they have the weapons. Uh, I mean, uh, Justin Jefferson had an amazing year last year. Dalvin Cook is amazing whenever he's out there. Obviously, Kirk Cousins has the potential, Adam Thielen. So you got to get some help for that defense. The defense wasn't good last year. Not that Kirk Cousins was anything special last year, but obviously not drafting a quarterback here. So I like the Vikings to draft this guy out of Miami, Jalen Phillips. Obviously, he could go to the Dolphins earlier. I just think that that's too much uh, for you know a guy to stay in the same market coming out of college. So that's why I had the Notre Dame, uh, you know, alum going to the Dolphins and Jalen Phillips out of Miami going to the Vikings. Don't worry if you're concerned, oh, you know, he can't play in cold weather. The Vikings play indoors. It's not a concern. He'll be able to do it uh, coming out of Miami with that hot weather. So with that 23rd pick, the Vikings moved down to select the edge rusher Jalen Phillips out of the University of Miami. Uh, that moves me on to my last selection. For day three, this Wednesday, April 28th, uh, the Steelers own this pick. It's the 24th pick of the draft, and I have them selecting uh, a position that many people were very concerned with last year, and it would be the running back position, and I have them selecting Najee Harris, the running back out of Alabama. Yes, it is early. That's the 24th pick. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't see him going before like the 30th pick. Uh, a lot of people also see him going right here to the Steelers. Everyone this past season was complaining, oh, they can't run the ball. James Conner sucks. James Conner that. Number one, they didn't have a good offensive line. 
But do you know what would make up for good for a bad offensive line? A Derrick Henry type player. You know, no no offensive lineman for the Titans make the Pro Bowl, and yet he's uh, running for two thousand yards in a season. Getting a guy like Najee Harris. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry's like 6'2", 6'3", Najee Harris is like 6'1", 6'2". Uh, obviously not the same weight, but, you know, hopefully he could get to around that size one day. And he's also hurtling over guys like it's nothing. Uh, so I'm not going to say that he is Derrick Henry, but I think that he will help the, bring another uh, dimension to the offense that they didn't have last year. And they're not even going to need to have the best, you know, offensive line running blo- run blocking to for Najee Harris to be effective so you know they, they obviously have the names when you're talking Claypool they retain Juju um you know Washington they have the names in, in terms of receiver uh Connor had a disappointing year so I think that Najee Harris will bring a boost to the running game, another dimension. It'll make it that much more difficult to, to guard the passing game with having to you know bring guys up in the box because Najee Harris is breaking tackles left and right. Um, I would have loved for the for the Jets to have you know been able to get Najee in the second round since they have such an early pick. Uh, I don't even know. Maybe uh, you know it, it's possible that they due to this trade that I had them moving up to 14 maybe they move that second round pick uh in their trade up I'm not sure I didn't think that far into it uh I just think that they're gonna draft Elijah Vera Tucker so even if they get them at 23 I was like might as well just move them up see what happens maybe it'll happen uh I'll still get points in my friend's pool uh for getting that correct if Elijah Vera Tucker gets drafted by the Jets uh but getting back to the Steelers uh you know everyone said that their running game was the biggest concern. So I think that they go after the running back, get Najee Harris, bring another dimension to the offense uh, with the weapons already, Claypool, Juju, Washington, and now Najee Harris. And then you think of the guys on the defensive side. I mean, you know, when they started playing more more poorly last year, it's when they started losing guys. Uh, obviously, TJ Watt's amazing. Bud Dupree missed a good portion of the season. Uh, there, there are other names out there that that are missing, uh, that are, that I am missing, that missed some time at the conclusion of the season. Uh, don't forget, you know, with this selection, the, the Steelers also lost Pouncey in the offseason. Uh, I don't think that'll make that big of an impact. I think that they just want, I think that they value the getting the playmakers on the team over getting the guys that are protecting right now. Uh, especially seeing what happened with the Titans this past year. Didn't have the best uh, offensive line. Uh, and still were able to get the job done, getting Derrick Henry to over 2,000 yards. And guess what? That had a lot, a lot to do with just Derrick Henry doing his thing, breaking tackle after tackle. Uh, so those are my selections for the day going uh, from picks 17 to 24. Going to repeat them after I remind you that you can catch this podcast, The Dogmatist, my opinionated podcast, uh, on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You could access all the different Strive Sports podcasts via the link tree in my Instagram bio at these drive sports. Uh, would love to hear your comments and, uh, or suggestions, uh, comments on, on how my mock is going so far. Uh, I will actually post the full mock on Thursday after I, uh, posted my final, you know, 24 to 32, uh, of the mock. Uh, for right now, I'll just repeat everything that I've done so far, going picks 1 through 24. 
Uh, so I got the Jaguars with the first pick, selecting Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. The Jets selecting Zach Wilson out of BYU. The Niners selecting Mac Jones out of Bama. Falcons, Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Bengals, Penny Sewell out of Oregon. Dolphins, Jamar Chase out of LSU. Lions, Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Panthers, Ray Sean Slater out of Northwestern. Broncos, Micah Parsons out of Texas A&M. Cowboys, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Giants, Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Eagles, Jalen Waddell out of Alabama, back-to-back. Chargers, Christian Darrisaw out of Virginia Tech. Uh, Jets move up to, to select Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Patriots select Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Cardinals select Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. And then now today's picks going from 17 to 24. Titans move up to 17 to select Caleb Farley, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Dolphins uh, get with the 18th pick, Jeremiah Osu-Karamoa out of Notre Dame, the edge rusher. With the uh, 19th pick, the football team selects Trevon Moeg, the safety out of TCU. 20th, Bears select Rashad Bateman, out of, or the wide receiver out of Minnesota. Uh, 21st, Colts select Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State. Uh, and then the Raiders move down here with the Titans. Uh, so with the 22nd pick, the Raiders select uh, Quiddy Pay, edge rusher out of Michigan. 23rd pick, Vikings move down with the Vi- with the Jets for this one. Uh, and I have them selecting Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher out of uh, the University of Miami, Florida. And then finally with the 24th pick, I have the Steelers selecting Najee Harris, the running back out of Alabama. That's it for my mock today. Picks 17 to 24. Be back tomorrow. Picks 25 to 32. Can't wait. Peace out. Draft tomorrow night. Hype. Special episode of The Dogmatist. Love you all. Can't wait for tomorrow.